Nice. Yeah. What you're hearing are the sounds of people everywhere putting on Bomba socks, underwear, and T-shirts made from absurdly soft materials that feel like plush clouds. Yeah, that plush. And the best part? For every item you purchase, Bombas donates another to someone facing homelessness. Bombas. Big comfort for everyone. Go to bombas.com slash ACAST and use code ACAST for 20% off your first purchase. That's bombas.com slash ACAST. Code ACAST. You should celebrate yourself every day. But some days you should celebrate with jewelry. Whether you want to commemorate an unforgettable moment or just bring some added sparkle to your collection. Blue Nile can offer you expert guidance and a wide assortment of jewelry of the highest quality at the best price. Go to BlueNile.com today and experience the ease and convenience of shopping Blue Nile, the original online jeweler since 1999. That's BlueNile.com. BlueNile.com. Well, it's the friend zone. With Tim and Guy come to the friend zone. And have a good time. Yes, it's the friend zone. Tim and Guy, cause making friends is the best idea of all time. Hello and welcome to the Friend Zone with Tim and Guy, a trans Tasman adventure in companionship. Um, here's uh, just to fill you all in on what happens before we hit the record button. I have been listening to the Never Ending Story theme song, just playing it through my laptop as I wait for Guy to contend with um, hotel Wi Fi. And I guess you're in what, Sydney at the moment? You wish, mate. Have you ever heard of Melbourne? Never heard of it. I reckon you're, you're making it, it up. It's Melbourne doesn't culture. exist. It's a city nope. of water. It's oh, truly. shit, we're doing a show in Melbourne. I should get off this roof. Come to <laughs> buy tickets to our show. Because yeah, we're going to be right. there in a month. Uh, it is on Sunday, April the 14th. <sighs> 14th, 6pm at the European Beer Cafe. It's almost sold out, so if you're planning on coming, get on those tickets pronto. Now, uh, I was listening to The Neverending Story, a film I have not seen through second, third-hand audio, actually. It sounded awful, but yeah. I've broken through. I'm on the Wi-Fi. We're talking to each other. Mm-hmm. We're friends. Everyone listening is a friend. <laughs> and um, Have you, you... You've not seen The Neverending Story? I've not seen The Never Ending Story. It's on the long list of it's movies an, I have not seen. It's a very emotional film, and I think for a lot of people our age, it, it really, it's quite an emotional touchstone for different reasons. For some people, it represents a sexual awakening. Um, I can't remember all the characters' names, but I think there is, uh, maybe the princess's name is, is Andrea. I'm sure everyone will be um, Atre- Atreyu. correcting me. Atreyu. Is that her name? Yeah, everyone knows that. Oh, so you haven't even seen... I remember Falcor the Luck Dragon. That I remember. Um, yeah, of course. And there's a there's a horse that falls into quicksand and dies. And I, I that is in, indelibly marked on my consciousness. I will carry that scene to my grave because it is so sad. Did you cry? Yeah, probably. Was but, you know, it's one when... of those movies... That I saw so many times as a kid that um, it probably lost its emotional impact after the first first viewing of that horse going down. What a nightmarish scenario to put in a kid's film, eh? A beautiful horse disappearing into quicksand. Is it as sad as when Bambi's mother is killed by the hunters? I'd never seen Bambi. Oh, wow. 
Look at us. Mm. Together, we're whole. <laughs> Who has the time to watch these important cultural milestones um, when we're busy watching Sex in the City twice a week? Which oh. we have... Um, we, we sort of say this a little bit, but we've really run out of runway now. Um, very scared about what the next little period of time entails yeah. for us playing catch-up. If, if, if you thought things were dark uh, right now over on the podcast, I mean, you have no idea the depths of misery uh, through which we are about to trudge with you, our allies and comrades. Um yeah, look, let's, this is not a place to... I was genuinely scrunching up my face and rubbing my thumb and forefinger as deep into my eyeballs as I could uh, comfortably Oof. just then when you were describing what's about to happen, Tim. And this is not the place for that. This is a place for uh, light-hearted fun and a place to celebrate our friendship. So I'm going to read something. Okay, cool. From the Worst Idea of All Time Facebook page. Dearest Brave Boys... I discovered the podcast around six months ago and have worked my way through all the apps at a medium pace. Potential Adam Sandler reference there? Who's to say? I work in a very quiet office and on numerous occasions have had to walk outside feigning a phone call to mask my laughter. I want to thank you both <laughs> for all so the content. Nice. Discovering the potty has coincided with a difficult time in my life, so all the laughs are appreciated. Okay. <laughs> That's all the positive stuff out of the way for now. What prompted this message, you're probably not asking. Well, I finished listening to Season 4, Episode 6, mere minutes ago, and felt aggrieved enough to pick up my phone and draft this message. In the closing Uh-oh. seconds of... What have we done? In the closing seconds of the episode, Tim asked if he could recommend a movie he recently enjoyed. I immediately picked up my phone to search the movie about to be endorsed. I'm getting my fucking wisdom teeth removed in two weeks, so I'm on the prowl for some good flicks, you know. Anyway, our favourite piece of shit shut down this request and the episode ended thusly. I don't consider myself an angry person, but the rage in the pit of my stomach is doing fucking subtim. If you can recall the film by the time this is read out, I think I'd feel whole again. Anyway, thanks for committing to another season. I'm enjoying it immensely and look forward to the remainder of the season. Love you boys. Say my name, you savages. Corey Salima. Corey, it was The Spy Who Dumped Me by, uh, I believe, her name is Susanna Fogel. Just, I was I endorsed it because I, I, I um, through weird happenstance, friend of a friend, I managed to have uh, dinner with her and the someone else who worked on the film who was a key member of the crew, and I can't remember exactly that person's role. But um, So I saw the film because I was like, well, you can't have dinner with this, uh, this, this writer-director without seeing the the film that um you know she's currently put out with Mila Kunis and then I I saw it and it was fucking awesome I really hey, nice it. and um and uh who's the other woman who's in it uh, who's hilarious and SNL yeah, yeah. and Bridesmaids oh, and I know her name I totally uh, know Kate McKinnon I've got a and also our you. friend Lolietta Fope who is Holy holy Moses, she's yeah. having a real moment right now, and it's so deserved. Funniest person I know. <laughs> she's in uh, This Time with Alan Partridge. She's in a new series on Hulu in America called Shrill. She was in Miracle Workers on TBS. Um, 
She was in the latest Mission right. Impossible movie. Work, very convincingly, might I add, even though, as far as I know, the woman has never worked in an office. Um, I just like this. Is she going to be on an episode, Guy? She's keen, actually. We've just got to find if she's got any spare time, which it sounds like she probably doesn't. But boy, howdy, I would love to get Lolly yeah, on. Yeah, look, I, I, I'm on the record of saying I like her. Um, and I stand behind that statement. Let's sort it out. I'd just like to say uh, that it's very nice of you to recommend this movie to Corey, who had their wisdom teeth pulled, presumably, on the 18th of January 2019, <laughs> one week after this correspondence was sent. Um, Go see the... Get the flick anyway, people. It's good. All right. It's real good. You got anything going on over there, big boy? I got so much stuff going on over here, guy. You wouldn't even credit. 76 trombones is the subject line. Kylie writes, Hey, I'm super excited to have just uh, discovered that you're doing a fourth season. I will note that this was seen at the very end of Jan. Uh, This is truly one of my Oprah's favorite things ever. I was devastated when I found out that I missed you guys in New York City last year. Clearly, I'm not up. Uh, I'm not on the up and up about your news. Is there something I can follow for internet on the podcast so I don't miss you again? Blazing through the sixth episode, old Alang sign uh, right now. I don't know if you will figure it out in future episodes yet. But I think I have the answer to 76 Trombones Riddle. There was a TV movie remake of the musical The Music Man that I saw as a child along with eight other people in America. It starred Matthew Broderick. SJP's husband in which he sings the famous song 76 trombones it was not well received amazing bit of subtle in-house humor from the gang side note last year I went to a party that was at uh, Michael Patrick King's former townhouse he had just moved a mere week before. His presence lingered in every room. There was an outdoor backyard area that was below ground of the house, which could very well be the pit in which he penned those films. Thanks so much for the ridiculousness. I love every minute of it. Kylie, P.S. Did you know this was the first time an iPhone was ever featured in a movie? Wow. The hits kept coming with this one. Is this, this is all... Um, firstly, if you want to stay up to date with us, you can, uh, and I would invite everyone to please join the Facebook. It's just facebook.com slash worst idea of all time. And we'll, we put all the things up there. Um, wow. Mattress Pikelet King's can house. A, the can energy. Can I ask you a question, Tim? Is it time yeah. we got a Twitter? Man... <laughs> It would be so us to do it now, wouldn't it? Yeah, it's a dying medium. So I th- I looked... Do you know, right at the birth of this podcast in 2014, I um I looked to see if TWIOAT on Twitter was available, and it wasn't, so it isn't now because they don't free up. That's not how it works. And so I just abandoned. That's quite- I had no idea we would be doing it. Now, there's 13 followers to this thing. It last tweeted in 2012. That's incredible. Who takes that handle? Um, that was absolutely action-packed, that uh, message with trivia. Also, I don't know if it was the first time Netflix was mentioned, but it's the earliest in terms of uh, timestamps, mentions of Netflix I've ever heard, Sex in the City, the movie. 
It's like Netflix for purses. Yeah, because um, which doesn't even kind of make sense now because it was back when they were doing DVDs. That's right, posting them out in the mail to you. Do you know? Return them. Speaking of Netflix, this is just a because they were that was a rental place back then. This is a fun little tidbit that I've heard recently. I think it was I don't know. It came across my uh, some online newsfeed that the blockbusters blockbuster CEO once passed up a chance to buy Netflix for fifty million dollars in the year two thousand. Yeah, <laughs> There was a lot of bad calls that brought us to um, Blockbuster's current condition. That it's, is, it's so sad, isn't it? That is just crazy. <laughs> they, I, from memory, Blockbuster, I think they had a venture going with uh, with Enron, who were famous for their good business acumen, um, to basically be Netflix before Netflix came out. But they were just a bit too early and the internet wasn't good enough. Mm. Um, by some accounts, it still isn't in terms of uh, of speed. Hit me with your rhythm stick, Monty. Dear Timbo. Hit me. Hit me with your rhythm stick. Uh, Dear Timbo and Guy Guy, hello from Florida. Yes, it's as oddball as the news would have you think. One of my dear friends pointed me to your podcast last year and Sex in the City 2 helped me through a heck of a work year. Could I ask you gents to give her a shout out on the next episode? Her name's Diana. She's a fantastic friend and a real pro on set. Oh, and we did watch Sex in the City too, if nothing else, to see Coffee Guy. I'll put something in the tip jar for you both. Season four's off to a cracking start. Thank you for bringing laughter to the world. Cheers, Monica Hansel. 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 Hansel? Anyway. <laughs> uh, I'd like to say hello to Diana, specifically. I'd like to say you got a, you got a cool-ass name. You mm. share a name with Wonder Woman. Doesn't get any better than that. Diane, Does it? Who's who's Wonder Woman? Isn't Wonder Woman Lois Lane? No, it's um, Lois Lane from Superman. Oh, nice. <laughs> yeah, I'm 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 pretty up to speed with the comic books. You get it. You you. you How did? There's another one. Them. How did DC drop the ball so badly? They had all the best IP, and now Marvel's got us caring about people no one had heard of. <laughs> it's because Marvel came out the gate and they were so uh, ready to have fun. And they went, look at us. We've got Robert Downey Jr., former disgraced movie star, <laughs> thriller of men and eye candy of women everywhere. And, uh, and, and, and he's semi-disgraced, but we're bringing him back. We've brushed him off. We've given him a new coat of paint and a brand new franchise to work with. And everyone went, this will never work. You're mad. You're crazy. And then, and then they, they managed to get enough funding to buy ACDC's entire back catalogue to turn that first movie basically into a music video for the Aussie rockers, the thunder from down under. And everyone was like, fuck yeah. I want to crack open some beers watching this movie. It's basically a barbecue at the cinema. And that's the recipe for success. you got to have fun. And because because Marvel got out there so quickly, DC were like, oh, we're the opposition party. We've got to do the opposite of what they're doing. So we're going to be dark and brooding. Ooh, we've got, we've got Batman and he's, he's a little uh, sad boy. Yeah. Ooh, it's, dark palette, you know? Yeah, I guess in a sense, Marvel was playing with house money. They had nothing to lose. They got a character no one wants and a semi-disgraced movie star with a fresh lick of paint. Do your worst, you know. 
and ACDC. I reckon the music rights probably cost as much as anything else on the budget. You get all the money from that first Iron Man movie, you cut it in half, and you give half to ACDC. Marvel have made a real thing. Their soundtracks feature a lot of that vintage era of rock. Um, It's the golden era for music generally, eh? Like, Guardians of the Galaxy, what a stroke of fucking genius. I know Chris Pratt, like, people like him and stuff, but to just go, uh, it's all about the 70s, guys. Yeah. It's all about the 70s. We're not supposed to talk about other movies. I've got a message here. The message is from Craig or Craig if he's American, (laughs) which I would never understand. C-R-E-G is how you would spell the sound Craig. Craig. Right? Hey, you Craig. Yeah. I've been listening to season two absolutely dying for you guys to discuss how much Liza Minnelli is being paid for that performance. And it's only took... 45 episodes but not only do you guys get around to it you agree with my assessment that it's easy six figures <laughs> jump straight on the webby to donate love from poland nice it's nice to hear how people while away the hours in poland that's really cool thanks for the thanks for the 20 dollar donation there 20 my huck. polish pal craig not bad love it Fucking love it. Um, hey, Jens, enjoying the new season? This has probably already been addressed, but the 76 trombones is referenced to the song, the same name, and the music, man. We really, we sort of stirred a lot of people's uh, trivia itch with that oversight, didn't we? This is this is like what would happen um, in a social media pylon, you know, because everyone's just trying to help, and they, they don't kind of... Um you know, it's impossible to take into account who else is getting in touch at the exact same time. So all of a sudden, on the receiving end, you're like, good God, this is a dog pile. Um, but everyone's just, just throwing their two cents in yeah. individually, you know? Well, this one continues, which admittedly, in reference to the number 76, is still a bit of a perplexing number. The musical's about a swindling travelling salesman who tricks a small town into buying band equipment and uniforms for their children and the promise of teaching them to play. <laughs> this sounds fantastic. <laughs> As is predictable... Is this what the monorail episode is I based on? just thinking that. As is predictable, he learns the folly of his ways and decides to stay and lead the band in the end. Also winning the heart of the sceptical local librarian who saw through his act the whole time but was ultimately taken by his charm and altruism in the final act. Truly thrilling stuff. Regardless, the joke is terrible and Mattress Pikelet should feel shame for including a vague reference to a musical from 1962 in the film. Boys, it is certainly no longer and the public zeitgeist. Keep on keeping on. With love from San Francisco. Is this a good time to say that... Guy. Yeah. I'm sorry. Finish that sentence. We're rebranding from the boys to the Frosty Fellas. <laughs> frosty Fellas? I didn't know it was Fellas was the suffix. Yeah. So we were the Frosty Boys. No, no, no. I've just upgraded it. Although this is probably... Frosty gonna- Men. <laughs> We just sound like meanies then. Yeah, we do. The Frosty Fellas has a very gross ring to it. Not in a sexual way or anything. It's just the, the, I don't know, the cadence of it doesn't sit well with me. Yeah, it's a bit off. Frosty Fellas. That's what makes Mm. it good. (laughs) You're right. You're right. You're right. 
we're the frosty fellas you will hear that adventure in a episode coming up very soon because we've lost pretty much all the lag time now um uh do you, oh, this is the question I want to ask you, Guy. Do you think that Matthew Broderick has a good voice, singing voice? Uh, it's not memorable to me, so no. It is neither good nor poor. Mm. Like, he was in the producers from memory? Yeah, you got it. And I don't remember him you singing. I don't, I don't remember him singing in that movie. I remember his, like, his he does a couple numbers. Do you think he's cool? Because you're a big Ferris Bueller's guy. Ferris Bueller's Day Off guy. He is... Uh, I don't think he is cool. Nah. Huge Ferris Bueller fan. It's weird to have someone who knocks it out of the park so mightily with one of their early movies and then kind of run in another direction. And I'm also... I'm quite a... I like a musical. I really enjoy a good musical. But I've never thought that... Um, it always kind of surprised me when I found out that Matthew Broderick did musicals and musical theatre. And I don't think he's got a, a very good voice. I think he just was really famous and he enjoys doing it, so people keep letting him. Yeah. the In terms of singing... It's a very mean thing to say, but I think it could be right. I don't think he's going to listen. Uh, I remember Nathan Lane. He's got an iconic voice. Nathan Lane was also in the producer with Matthew Broderick. I will watch anything Nathan Lane is in. I, I love him to bits. He is a rare talent. I love that. Small details are big surfaces. Tight corners are odd shapes. Flat, rounded, textured, or tall. Whatever your next project, there's a spray paint pattern that's just right. Because Rust-Oleum's new Custom Spray 5-in-1 gives you control with five different spray patterns. So you can tackle nooks, crannies, edges and curves without worrying about drips, runs, uneven coverage, or anything else. Custom Spray 5-in-1, only from Rust-Oleum. Quality sleep is essential. That's why the Sleep Number Smart Bed is designed for your ever-evolving sleep needs. Need a bed that's firmer or softer on either side? Helps you sleep at a comfortable temperature? Sleep Number Smart Beds let you individualize your comfort, so you sleep better together. J.D. Power ranks Sleep Number number one in customer satisfaction with mattresses purchased in-store. And now, save 50% on the Sleep Number Limited Edition smart bed for a limited time. For J.D. Power 2023 award information, visit jdpower.com slash awards. Only at a Sleep Number store or sleepnumber.com. This episode is sponsored by BetterHelp. Now, Tim, you know I'm a huge advocate for hiring an objective, professional, licensed professional to tell my problems to so that when they tell me what they think, I know I'm getting it straight. That's where BetterHelp comes in. That's right. BetterHelp have a big pile of professionals to talk to at your convenience online. You've done a bit of therapy, right, Guy? I started doing therapy during, uh, there was a pandemic, I don't know if you remember, and the benefits were immediate and long-lasting. They help give you skills that you can use when you are in stressful or anxious situations. Honestly, it's changed my life for the better. I guess that's why they call it BetterHelp. Get it off your chest with BetterHelp. Visit betterhelp.com slash all time today to get 10% off your first month. That's betterhelp, H-E-L-P dot com slash all time. 
Rory writes, Big fan, thanks for the hours of entertainment from a New Zealander doing a PhD in the UK. And Rory has also shifted us a Benjamin Franklin? Oh, that's one of the Is big the ones. 20? No. Oh, no. What's it? Who's on the 20? A Lincoln? Lincoln's on the five. A George Washington. I think he's on the one. Far out. Who is on the 20 in America? Uh, I'm, I'm trying. I'm researching it now. Uh, George Washington on the $1 bill. Thomas Jefferson on the $2 it's bill. Andrew Jackson. Abraham Lincoln on the $5 bill. Alexander Hamilton on the $10 bill. Andrew Jackson on the $20 bill. Ulysses S. Grant on the $50 bill. And Roland and the Benjamins is on a $100 bill. Harriet Tubman will soon be replacing Andrew Jackson on the 20. That's cool. That is really cool. Keith writes to us via the medium of email. Greetings from Alaska, Timbo, and Guy Guy. I've been listening to the potty... Oh, God. The, um, <laughs> just a heads up. I, maybe I should skim this one, actually. The subject line is 76 trombones in the big parade. Um, I'll stop when this gets too repetitive. I've been listening to the party for a while and I was simply despondent when season three came to a close while I was preparing to deploy in Afghanistan. Luckily, to my great joy, the re-release of season one lined up quite nicely with my trip overseas and I was able to listen to the boys slowly lose their minds for the first time. In an odd twist of happenstance, I was transferred over to Iraq around the time the season one redux finished out and I was able to get my fix of the dulcet Kiwi tones from a bunch of New Zealand army blokes whom I had the pleasure of working with. As a former trombonist, I wanted to clear up your confoundment with this ridiculous 76 trombones quip it's a reference uh, the reference is a deep cut about the signature song of 1957 musical the music man by meredith wilson which was later adapted into a film in 62 and a made for tv special in 03 that being said i agree 76 trombones is far too many brass instruments for any occasion and 75 wedding guests is an oddly specific and oddly odd number since at least one guest will not be able to bring a date <laughs> it's so true hope this clears up the confusion thanks for keeping up the good work and making my time in the war zone just a little more tolerable ps say my name because now that i'm home i have no kiwis around me to call me a piece of shit on a regular basis your friend master sergeant kc horan it's from keith horan well keith you sound like a regular pos to me my friend so big shout out to you welcome home you got it you got it keith You've hey, got the treatment. Guy gave you the business. <laughs> I did. Hey, fellas. I hope you're both well. At the behest of a great mate of mine, I recently binge listened to all of your first season in about two weeks. To celebrating finishing, this friend and I decided to watch the double feature of Grown Ups 2, followed by Grown Ups, the correct order. For some unknown reason, perhaps the sheer speed with which we injected the podcasts and the films, our minds went into overdrive, contemplating the very fabric of the universe that Letty Fader inhabits. <laughs> This is quite a substantial cool. message, Tim. Well, first okay, struck, great. Let me just put my feet up. Yeah. What, yeah. What first struck us is how the first film provides so little motivation for the second. So many of the characters' motivations, personalities, and lives seems to change dramatically between the films. Mackenzie's story changes inexplicably from film to film. Roxanne goes from a Milan frequenting fashion designer to running a store in town with minimal character development. Rob ceases to exist and at no stage is the motivation for all these friends who hadn't seen each other in ages to up sticks and move back home. In fact, 
It's not out of the question to say most sequel characters, perhaps aside from Lenny and Becky, are distinct from their original counterparts. This bears striking resemblance to the Nintendo 64 games The Legend of Zelda, Ocarina of Time, and Majora's Mask Wherein. Exactly the same character models were reused, a decision that was likely financially motivated and cleverly justified by the fact that the latter game takes place in some sort of parallel universe or dream state. The only logical conclusion from this all, having now seen both films, is that Grown Ups 2 is just the dream of one of the Grown Ups characters. This realisation explains a great many things, including the non-naturalistic physics and laws of the second film, namely Nick's invulnerability, Higgins' survival in the tyre, and the fact that Lenny, Mackenzie and Lamonsoff all managed to get to the aforementioned tyre's final destination seconds after it stops, despite the fact it was travelling with immense speed. The question then becomes, whose dream is it? I think I can rule out Rob, <laughs> given it would be pretty unusual to not be in your own dream. <laughs> But perhaps, but perhaps I'm merely an ignorant fool when it comes to dream lore. As the reluctant world experts on Grown Ups 2, I'm curious as to your thoughts. And a big thanks to both of you for making the sacrifice that others won't in making these podcasts. That comes from Fred. A great message and well delivered by Monty. That professorial tone on, but whose dream is it? <laughs> Didn't see that coming. Oh man, whose dream is it? Do you think? I reckon it's Lamonsoft's. Why? I think he spends the most time asleep, so it's just a numbers game, isn't it? Yeah, I suppose so. But who, like, I guess you, you know, don't always come up, come up well, well in your dreams. So. I mean, in likelihood, if you just follow the notion of pure screen time, it'd be Lenny Fader. Because you do usually occupy the most space in your own dreams, don't you? Um, I think you can be absent from your own dreams. I think I've had dreams where, like, I wasn't really in it. I was sort of observing some stuff. Well, okay. I don't know. I've, I have real trouble remembering if, my dreams. If the film isn't, it's about the notion of friendship. So, who do we know? Which of the ancillary characters dreams of being involved with the group the most? Nick. That's Nick's dream. Yeah. <laughs> That's so sad. Yeah, it is. He gets very mistreated in his dream about the boys. Um, should we do one more each? <laughs> that was such a good message. Thank you. Bro- who was that from again, guy? If it's still there. They, they didn't have their name, but it was from a man named Fred, who hopefully will be seeing at the live show Fred. in Melbourne, Victoria, Australia. Legendary. Brooke writes, Dear Timbo, Limbo, Bimbo, and my guy, Guy. Long time listener, first time caller here. I began listening to your podcast in the first, in the, oh, this isn't going to work. I've, hold on, let me pick up my computer, bring it closer to me. Uh, I began listening to your podcast in the year of the final season, but due to the fact I started with season one, episode one, I was only partly through season time by the time you had finished. Even more disappointingly, I received the news that you had a live show in New York just days after it transpired. Guy, I'll just take a breather here. We are not good at marketing, are we? No. Two people have mentioned this. Also, worth noting that around the time of one of my favorite Little Empire podcasts, Bonus of the Heart, had also ceased production. 
it's not true that's still going um so when news of season four rolled around many months later i was ecstatic at the opportunity to experience twioat in real time only to find out that they had been secretly pre-recorded but all bummers aside i see that fresh new friends only episodes are back and unfortunately for you but to my great enjoyment the time between record and upload of worst idea season four episodes are dwindling i imagine sometime soon they may catch up to guys unique definition of the term live anyways i really wish i could be part of your lovely patreon community but unfortunately i do not currently have an income and i'm already pissing away my card my cold hard digital monies on music streaming services i am however an avid follower on the instagrams uh i'm at bees.png if you'd like to know and i would love to attend one of guys comedy shows in new york sometime if he would only book a gig that isn't 21 plus i could legally come to an 18 plus show or you could buy me a fake id or grant me a personal pardon or something i don't know (laughs) tim give that adorable pup a scratch behind the ear from me and i hope you're enjoying that southern hemisphere summertime to the fullest as i currently freeze my toes off in my bedroom thanks for the laughs sorry for the misconnections i love you both a reasonable amount say my first name and any accents your heart desires brooke what's his surname did did i lose guy what's his surname does he say my first name oh. in any accent your heart desires? Brooke. Meant to be Irish. Don't know how it came out. <laughs> it came out scared, which isn't really an accent. This one was in my Twitter DMs. Dear Timberlina and Holly Guy Lightly, I'm sending this message via Twitter because I see no reason why snooping our digital footprint, nay, our deepest inner thoughts, should be restricted only to the Facebooks and Googles of the world. Having listened to every hashtag TWIOAT director's commentary, including Five Hour Energy, and having not watched a single worst idea of all time film, I gotta say, it's as much of a delight as it ever was to be on the journey on this journey with you boys. A few thoughts on the levels of despair you reached around the one hour thirty mark of this latest effort. One You might be losing your mental acuity, or you might not, but who's to say losing your mental acuity is an art? Two Surely losing perspective on the film, the project, and everything was kind of the point. If not, what is? You might be real pieces of shit, but you're our pieces of shit. And we love you for it. Stay strong and keep the eps coming. Cheers from the stolen Gadigal land, Kristen. P.S. Please let Keith know that his Nottinghamshire accent is among the worst bits of noise ever passed by human ears. Though things did improve as he melted towards a lilt reminiscent of Neville. P.P.S. I'm real pov right now, but once life gets back on track, I look forward to hashtag paying the boys. PPS, I couldn't send this to Timbat because his direct messages, he's got his direct messages turned off like a real prude. That's from Twitter user... No, I don't. Kristen. Oh, on Twitter. Huh. I'll flick that off, I guess. I'll, I'll open my DMs, everyone, so you can feel free to contact me that way. What? Um, who's Keith with the terrible accent? What's presumably a what's character who here? showed up in the director's commentary? Oh, okay. oh, you, oh, yes, 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 ah, uh, yes. We love Keith. We covered a lot of ground. Man, that director's commentary. Hey, by the way, <clears throat> I decided in my infinite wisdom to uh, video record the entire uh, four-hour and I think 51-minute ordeal of the back-to-back um, director's commentary episode. 
Infinite so, wisdom is right. So, if you want access to that, I'm I'm opening it up to anyone who's supporting us on Patreon. So, if you're giving a dollar, you get it. If you're giving more than a dollar, you also get it. That's great. You're a good man. We um, need to do a Patreon, actually. That's right. We've got a lot of work we're, we're overdue, us. I think. Oh God, damn! Hot dog. Um, well. I would like to take this opportunity to congratulate Guy Montgomery on, uh, I'm sure, smashing a gala performance for an Australian TV viewership, which will be airing when Guy later. Uh, I believe it is on Sunday, March 30th, or Saturday, March 30th. Maybe I'll just have a look. Uh, I did the. The Melbourne International Comedy Festival Gala with Oxfam. And that will be going out on the ABC on Sunday the 31st of March at 8.30pm. Uh, I went okay. My first joke didn't get the big hooting laugh I'd anticipated, but I held steady and really fucking hammered him through the middle. Um, and as always, I encourage anyone who's listening to this right now to come and check out my live show I was part of the problem before we were talking about it during the Melbourne International Comedy Festival or if perchance you're in Sydney, Auckland, Wellington, Canberra or the Gold Coast, I'm doing it there. Just Google my name and your city. Or you could go to, I'm pretty sure it's up to date, at littleempirepodcasts.com slash live. I'm yep. trying to get on top of everyone's live shows on there. There is a lot of them because everyone on this network is a live stand-up comedian performing shows all around the place so i'm tr- I'm trying to keep that as up to date as i can and uh most if not all of guys shows are on there yeah are oh, you doing a great job i'm looking at it now I'm doing a job no it's a all, job is happening it's all up there um well thank you so much for your correspondence we're almost caught up before long you know we're all going to be living in the present day so thank you for everyone who has written us. Sorry that we have a backlog of uh, correspondence to get through. We are slowly coming to terms with the fact that this isn't a special or secret season. This is just the same mistake repeating itself, soon to be at warp speed. Um, look after each other out there. Uh, be kind to everyone if you can afford to. This is one of my things I like. Buy buy someone a buy someone a coffee. Someone you don't even know. It'll make their day. It will it will give them so much more value than the price of the coffee. You should do that. Or if if they don't drink coffee, um, maybe a um a, a biscuit or or co- or a, a cookie. Whatever it takes. But uh, have a wonderful day, and we'll see you very soon. Goodbye, this is the Frosty Fellas signing off. Well, it's the friend zone. Well, Tim and Guy come to the friend zone. And have a good time, yes, it's the friend zone. Well, Tim and Guy, cause making friends is the best idea of all time. Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for 50 to 80% less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50, luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com style for free shipping and 365-day returns.
Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for 50 to 80% less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50, luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com slash style for free shipping and 365-day returns.